welcome to episode 376 of the Steel Cage Podcast. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as a stale novelty act, and we have ourselves a two-man podcast this week on one of the very last rest stops on the road to WrestleMania. Joining me on this journey is a man I'd like to call the worst in the world, Mr. Sprung. Yeah, you know that's bullshit. We had a conference call. I know we not we, not podcast related about wrestling the other day. It's like, what wild. the fuck? Is, what is happening in my life? Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great when your work life pays you to talk about wrestling in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I had three meetings this week related to wrestling. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, what is happening? That's fantastic. You, you know what the best part of all? You know what the best part? My best friend who works with me, uh, I tweeted about having like a WWE meeting. And he, he sends me a personal text. It's like, you can't tell people who you're meeting with. I was like, I'm not actually meeting with the fucking WWE, you moron. He 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 uh, he, appar- <laughs> he apparently got he got worked, man. He got worked. He got worked. Because he, he we did not work in the same into, department. Yeah, he worked himself into a shoot for sure. And he will not listen to this because who listens to wrestling? Like, no, come on. I know. I know. I have I, I found the one lone wrestling fan that uh, I work with, and he's going to WrestleMania, and we talked about three-man band today because I mentioned Jeru. And I was like, ooh, that's a sore subject. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I find myself I, – I, I am the wrestling expert in my office, so I just find it weird whenever somebody needs to reference something and – you know, in in the day of an age of Google, they they choose to still walk over to my desk and ask me, which it delights me. Also, one guy uh, in my office on my birthday card last week wrote, "I hope your birthday is a vertical suplex," and that guy is like my favorite person in the office now. Hold on, what the fuck does that mean? It doesn't matter what it means. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't I have to mean your anything. Birthday is a vertical suplex. Yeah, I don't know. So he wants you to be suspended in the air with the blood rushing to your head? He means I'm over, is what he means. So I hope your birthday is over. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's that's not nice. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's I over. Know. I hate it's, you. It's I hate over. you so much. Uh, now we have a bit. Wait, of wait, in- hold on. Do, do we have any emails, Josh? Josh, do we have Josh? any emails? Fuck you, Josh. I'm still tired of you. I'm asshole. He, and he's so he's inappropriate. Fired. So inappropriate. He's fired. So many he's negative dumb. things coming out of his mouth. Uh, if it wasn't for Sawyer, I would have no interest in Josh anymore. Yeah, it's well, it's calves too. He's got really good calves. Wow, that not that got, Sawyer, Josh. No, I a dog that, that got odd, that got oddly sexual real quick. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Wait, this, is, it, is this the return to a uh, steel cage after dark? Oh yeah, God, oh, where's, yeah, where's Adam? Ooh, yeah, Daryl, All right, let's go. They're they're gone now. They're dead. Um, <laughs> so we had Lucha Underground has finally deceased when we talk when we talk about dead people lucha underground's finally dead and over uh all of the talent was officially released out of their uh restrictive contracts that they had that basically kept them in in a in a you know purgatory until they were deciding whether or not the show was going to move on anymore but now with the release of many of these people including joey ryan uh it seems like lucha underground is a wrap any surprises yeah. there I- yeah, unfortunately, I heard that Joey Ryan got released from his contract, but Joey Ryan's dick is still under contract. Oh shit! Well, yeah, I would yeah, keep. I, uh, you know, I would do a Lucha Underground spinoff just based on Joey Ryan's dick. Well, it should be his mustache and his dick because those are the only two things that are memorable about Joey Ryan. It's a but, oh. but buddy comedy right there. <laughs> 
<laughs> mustache on the cock? Mm-hmm. Cockstache? It writes itself. Yeah, uh, but star- yeah, Starring Burt Reynolds, I'm sure. I, it's sad because I really enjoyed going to Lucha Underground when we did, and I really enjoyed the product that they put out there for a period of time. But it really did feel like uh, they 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 kind of fell apart there in the final season. Uh, when you're when you're basing anything around Jack Swagger as your main heel, <laughs> I, I could I could tell you things are falling apart. Face heel background anything. character extra yeah. no thank you yeah hard pass. Uh, but moving on to WWE, we have Kofi Mania is here, and Yay! now Finally. it's happening. Yay! Yeah, um, Kofi had one final opportunity granted to him. Now, this came down to essentially, yes, Kofi has earned his opportunity, but when all is said and done, Biggie and Xavier earned Kofi an opportunity for WrestleMania. So I ask you, Sprung, does this lend more credence to the rumor that Big E will turn on oh, Kofi? Stop Do this. You... Did you hold on? Did you watch the interview after, like, right after this, the WWE dot uh, com exclusive thing? On after this week or last week? Because I liked the one after... last week, but no, I didn't see the one this week. The one last week where they were talking about quitting was very powerful and good. I don't know no, if you saw one... that one, but that one was I kind did. of what led to the opening of this week's where they came out and basically said that it was time to re- time to go home. It's time to go See, home. I, I, not only did I like that, I like the fact that Vince is like, yeah, go ahead. Fucking leave. Like, I don't care what yeah. this company, this company will move on with the way, the, the nice afternoon or whatever the hell it was. The fresh Daniel afternoon, Brand. the fresh, fresh afternoon. afternoon. Yes. <laughs> By the way, that's going to become a stable in like two years. They're going to be like, <laughs> let's actually use that guys. It's really funny. Oh, God damn. Daniel Bryan is still so good. Uh, like, Nobody, I feel like nobody right now talks about it, which just goes to show how good he is because he's like an underlying good where people don't even really give him credit for how good he's being. But holy uh, shit, he was so good this week. The The best part was like he actually finally turned heel on Total Bellas too. And it's like, hey guys, watch what I'm going to do. And I was like, oh, he's going to be a heel. Nope, he's just normal Daniel Bryan talking about being a dickhead. Yeah. It's even it's yeah. so great. He turned, to go heel, back to your, he, to go, he turned heel on the TV at the end of the episode. That's for sure. That is true. To go to go back to the original question, um, I, get out of here with this biggie bullshit. The, okay. the dot-com exclusive this week was all three of them crying backstage at some point talking about how much it meant for them all to support Kofi overall. Like, there's no fucking chance they're going that route. And that's, It's so dumb. And that's it's fine. It's so dumb. I... I, I speaking frankly i don't want them to i don't no. think i don't think that that's how every partnership or friendship in wrestling needs to end i think it 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 is better if we have some factions some groups that just you know stand the test of time and don't turn on each other five times like the shield and dx and all these other groups did they, they you know i i like that aspect i think the one thing that keeps that rumor that possibility open in the back of my mind is how thick they laid it on with the friendship angle they really wanted to get at your heart with this whole thing and i feel like that's the only thing that makes me feel like the result might see that turn uh the other thing too is i just don't think we're going to be sent home happy at wrestlemania with a seth win a becky win 
and a Kofi win. I just don't. Oh, I don't... Fu- fu- hold on. Fuck you. Where'd you hear that line? What? That exact line. I said that to you the other day on our conference call, you piece of shit. That exact quote, word for word. You just stole my thought and passed it off as your own. Okay. You God, you goddamn maniac. I, and I'm I'm do and and to do it to do it right to your face, that's that's farther than maniacal. That's that's sociopath. That's that's, yeah, that's sociopath behavior. Um, no, I, no we, I'm we not both, stealing. We both, we both agree. No, yeah, we clearly agree. Right, right, it's, right. It's, right. it's not going to happen. It, it's not, but I think that it's it, it being out there makes it interesting. I just I'm skeptical. Right now, WrestleMania. I, it wouldn't surprise me for that to be the show where they send everybody home happy because they're tired of trying to send us home like surprised or bewildered or trying to move story long lines along further with WrestleMania. They want to give us a happy ending, that final conclusion that satisfies us. Instead of having to people, you know, bitch online about WrestleMania, they want to they want to do it. I just Wait. don't I, I don't trust that they're going to give us all of those wins on that night. I just don't think they will. The best part of the main event is they have three options on how to send us home. One is happy Becky Lynch. Two is pissed off Charlotte Flair. And three is really shocked Ronda Rousey somehow retaining. Like we can get every single emotion with three different outcomes, which is kind of exciting because we're like, well, we all think Becky's winning, but what if? Right. Like we don't, we normally don't, we don't have that. In like a main event at WrestleMania, it's always like, oh yeah, this guy's winning, or oh yeah, this is the storyline they have to tell because they've been building to it for Correct. a year. This one, I honestly, it should be Becky Lynch, but would you be a hundred percent surprised if Ronda Rousey just like actually tapped them both out at the same time? No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't at all. I wouldn't at all. Or, or or if there was some sort of interference, like Shayna showed up or something like that, that would make it even more interesting. You know, I think especially especially with. Again, when real life rumors start to kind of co- kind of go head to head with what's really going on, you know, you you hear this stuff about Ronda leaving temporarily to go have a child to start a family, but w- do we know that that's the case? Yeah, that's I, that's not I, how I ba- that's not how babies work, dude. Like you don't just go, yeah, we're gonna get ba- pregnant now. It's like, n- no, that might take some time. Correct, correct. And so it's it's and and she hasn't been around for that long. Um, I think the other thing too, going back to Kofi, is as much as I want a Kofi win, they, and they might just do Kofi losing, right? It might not even be a, a biggie term. Kofi might just lose, right? But I think that the amount of time Daniel Bryan has had that belt, and this is another thing you and I talked about offline the other day, was it's too short. I, I just can't see Daniel Bryan losing that belt after them creating this amazing, gorgeous, eco-friendly belt and only have him carry it around for two months. Now, it's not to say that Kofi Kingston couldn't rock the same belt. He easily could without changing it. I just think that it seems like too short of a time frame for them to create it for Daniel Bryan and then have him lose it. I feel like Daniel Bryan's going to be champion for quite a while. Yeah, right. but what what if he what if he goes the complete opposite way? He loses the title and then goes, but I'm still champion of the planet and refuses to stop wearing the belt. It's his own belt. He could just make it a storyline. Why That's, not? It's very similar to what Ring of Honor did, where Matt Taven showed up with his own fake belt. Uh, aside from that seeming like a copy kind of thing, I, I'm not against it. 
If, if Kofi brought back the WWE, I know Ring of Honor, Matt Ooh. Taven. It's no, no, the... I didn't mean I didn't mean who Ring of Honor meant. Who the fuck is Matt Taven? Nah, actually, yeah. unfortunately, I know he sucks. That guy, he's awful. fucking worse. He's the sh- the fucking worst. He is the worst. Is, fuck that guy. How is that guy? How is that guy main event? Well, I, I don't, I don't know. know. Actually, gonna put the main event. Like, I don't know, but he attacked me online for my hairline. So fuck that guy. He's a Melvin. Call me a Melvin. You, You're a fucking Melvin. Did you, did you attack him for his face or like I, his talent level? I, I should have. I should have. Is Bully be, Ray going to murder, murder me at ROH, by the way? Yes, he is. is. Do not bring up that you know Mega Ran, Teak, or me, especially. Do not call yourself Derek because he will yell at you, Derek who, and then make you erase pictures off of your phone. Let me tell you that much. Um, but going back to Kofi, going back to WWE, the good shit, the main shit. Um, what a match, once again. Are gauntlet matches getting to be too much? Like, yeah, that's what, it, that's what is, I is thought when this many? happened. Yeah, there had to be a better. It should have been like an over the top battle royal against every other tag team or something, where everyone is basically like it's all the heels going after them. Yeah, something different. Like just give me I don't know because the gauntlet thing is like, are they gonna overcome the odds? Obviously they're gonna get to. There's 40 minutes left in SmackDown. Like, right. Come on, we know they're, they're gonna go they're, through the they're, first they're, five teams. Yeah, they're getting they're getting to the end at least. Um, I did like the Usos forfeit. That was cool. That felt oh, that good. was that was so in character. That that's such a nuanced thing. Like we respect you. We forfeit. Like oh, okay, I like that. That was great. Yeah, it was really good. They, they weren't they weren't bitches about it either. They were like, yo, we don't care. Where this this doesn't mean this is not our fight. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Has nothing. This is yeah. about respect. Yeah, no, good point because they could have come and like done the finger poke of doom kind of shit. And yeah, it, it wouldn't I, have come off as being really, as tough. I really thought that's how they were going to go. Like, they were just going, Yo, you know what, guys? We're going to lay down. It's like, oh, that's weird. Don't do that. Like, don't don't take the pinfall, but lose, which is forfeiting is fucking perfect. Love it. I agree. So oh, no, nothing, nothing was worse than that fucking. What was that ending, though? That was so bizarre. Oh, trapping Rowan under the table. Yeah. That spot's uh, been done before so like, many okay. times, especially especially in the in the dire straits kind of scenario where they do it. But whatever, I mean, it felt it felt at least in the moment like it it belonged. And uh, yeah, Daniel Bryan kicking the shit out of that TV was awesome. I love Daniel Bryan. So I can't, much. I can't I can't get over how good he is and what he does. He's good at everything he does. It's almost infuriating how good he is at whatever he wants to be good at. You know what I mean? When it comes to wrestling. Uh, and and he has so much history that he can uh, that he can pull out. You know, he has so many directions. There's so many of these things that are callbacks to like earlier on in his career. Uh, like working the five count and stuff was a big part of his whole American Dragon, you know, thing. But uh, just, just the way he reinvents himself and the way he finds... Uh, new fantastic things to say. Like he's so good on the, like he's better as a heel on the mic than he ever was as a face. And as a face, he was damn good. You know, I, I don't oh. know. There's just something so compelling about him as a heel. He's so great. It's his, it's, it's the dead eyes, his dead eyes with like the, the crunchy hair over his face is like, mm-hmm. it's such a perfect, like Charles Manson esque like, crazy person yeah you're right you're absolutely he, right he just like dropped like when he when he uh kicked dead uh, he kicked aj styles in the balls and just went completely like dead-eyed you're like okay this character already works yep. i'm in yep you're right um and, which, now- which is funny which is funny because when the the miz goes face it's like 
he doesn't really change his mannerisms all that much. He kind of does like the protruding jaw thing a lot still. And you're like, okay, I believe you as a face, but he hasn't changed. Daniel Bryan has completely changed his mannerisms, completely changed his look. It's like, oh, you are so different. And the Miz is exactly the same. And I love him as a face now. Love him. Don't get it. I don't get it at all. Uh, I don't. I don't get it either. But I will say that things what like what happened on SmackDown this week I find to be problematic. Um, I don't. It it kind of goes hand in hand with the gauntlet match concept. Oh, the, where the beating up nineteen people. The the Miz beating up nineteen people in an attempt to get to Shane McMahon. Yes, burying oh, Shelton awesome. Benjamin, that, the entire security wow. team, sanity. sanity. <laughs> I think I think he buried. Um, uh, heavy machinery. They weren't even there. He, be- yeah. he buried EC3. True. He wasn't even there. I'm pretty sure Ronda Rousey got buried. I know Asuka got buried by this match partially. The other partial was the match that she was in, but yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we buried the Attitude Era. Like, it just, things yeah. happen. It's fine. It was, it just, Austin did that shit all the time back in the day. Remember, he, he'd go through the entire roster in, a, in an episode. Yeah. The entire roster. Right. And I think that at the very least... They restricted it to one or two guys that could just turn it on and do that. Whereas now it just feels like all the time someone's burying the fucking roster. And and I get it. I, I don't take it personally. I don't take any of this shit fucking for real, right? I don't I don't hold wins and losses to be a thing. I get that it's all about pushes. It's all about who's hot at the time. It's all about all of that. They'll fucking forget every all the history that happened, and they'll just move on with some new shit. Like, oh yeah, the Miz was part of you know the fucking gauntlet match last time. He was competitor number three. They got beaten like two minutes, but now all of a sudden he can clear out half the goddamn SmackDown locker room by himself. Sure, half, whatever. Ninety-eight percent of the locker room. Right. That was all the locker room minus one person. No. Oh. How dare so, you? Whatever. Um. Anyway. Moving on, we had uh, we, we were talking about how good Daniel Bryan is on the mic. So when we want to flip over to the other side, we could talk about Ronda and how bad she is on the mic. They've turned it into somewhat of a joke, I guess. I don't know. She yells. She yells really loud and really fast. That's well, that's all I know. Picking up the mic three times after she keeps yeah. saying she has nothing more to say. I don't know if that was on per. That had to be on purpose. They have to be feeding on things she's done like in the past wrong and and be doing it. Otherwise, it's hilarious if she's just fucking up that bad because she's even like smiling and laughing about it, which leads me to believe that she is kind of like fucking up. Like she should have said it the first time and she forgot. What are you talking about? Mic drop. Mic drop. Mic drop. That's normal, right? Oh man. No? How many times can you mic drop? Like, what the fuck? She called the match a stupid gimmick, Sprung. Teddy Long is spinning in his grave. And he's still alive. Yeah. Oh, God. Him and Marty Jannetty. uh, No, Marty Jannetty definitely died. His his corpse will be at Wrestle... His corpse is actually appearing at WrestleCon. Do you know that? I I figured as much. You know what? If he was alive, he's not allowed in New York anymore. But his corpse is actually still allowed in New York. It's great. Good to hear. Let me ask you a question. There was a beat the clock challenge. What was the prize? <laughs> the pr- the prize was getting to be on Raw. I I don't know. I what? No, I I like. Was there a legitimate? They they said there was a beat the clock challenge. What was it for? Yeah. Why was Charlotte so mad that she lost? Yeah. What happened? What, is, what? is the is the gimmick and the, the reason for all this that they're all so fucking competitive that they just they need to do something to get it out? 
I like I don't, I, I don't get it. I legitimately watched this episode of Raw more times than I care to admit, simply based on the fact I had to keep restarting it when I was watching it on the USA app. And the commercial breaks were all fucked up on the USA app. Like, they didn't line up with the actual commercial breaks on the show. So, like, when Triple H was talking later on in the night, he was like, I don't want to know you about you or whatever. He's like, I just want to kick your... And then it went to commercial break, and then it came back, and he was all, (laughs) ass! (laughs) It was pretty great. But anyway, yeah, based on, you know, app malfunctions, I, I watched this quite a bit. I would like someone to tweet to us and tell us what the prize of the beat the clock challenge. Was. The best part is that 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 leaked beforehand that they're like, oh, there's gonna be a beat the clock challenge on Raw, and everyone was like, why? Right, right. Like it, that's not it's not a gauntlet match. They're not coming out in certain orders. Like there's not there's not an over the top rope like Royal Rumble where there's numbers. There's no advantage to being third or winning. Right, right. It's a it, it's it's a it's a triple threat match. It's a triple yeah, you, threat match. Yeah. Um, like, what, um, what, if, what, if the, what if the advantage was that you couldn't be pinned in this match? That would be kind of cool. Or, like, you you could just have different rules or... Some, some sort of advantage. Or, yeah, 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 something. Yeah. You get an extra vote at the head <laughs> of household. Council. <laughs> tribal council. <laughs> uh, you found a hit you found a hidden immunity yeah, If you get right. pinned, you come back in this match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love it. Actually, um, you know what? I fi- I figured out the gimmick. If this was an elimination match, if you get pinned, you can come back. That would be the fucking advantage. But nope. No advantage. I don't even remember who won. Did Becky win? Becky wins. Know. Becky won. I don't care. Yeah, so is Becky winning? I don't I don't know what the reverse booking is or whatever. I don't either because Charlotte wins the championship on SmackDown yeah, impromptu so out of weird. nowhere. So uh, weird. No building that up, no announcement about that. Um Asuka, I don't know. Like, okay, so from one perspective, we actually said a few weeks ago, like we didn't even understand what they were doing with the other SmackDown <laughs> women's Nothing. championship. And Nothing. why did they even need it? Why not just combine it? If if the if this match led to that, I would be completely on board with the gun. What is it? Shotgun booking shotgun. here. The gun. Yes, the gun booking. The bang, gun bang. booking. Bang bang. Um, the shotgun booking here and getting this taken care of the way they did. Um, but they're not doing that. I feel like they just wanted to have all of their eggs in one basket as far as the women's championship. And since they made this the main event, now they're reacting. They're, 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 they're like a fucking, you know, overzealous kid that wants to add all sorts of unnecessary sprinkles and shit to their Sunday. You're like, that's not going to be good anymore. They're like, I don't care. Put the M&Ms and the gummy bears on there and the fucking yes. sugar cookies. Yes. And yes, all of it. All of it. One of everything. It's the, it's the Froyo order. I, I I only want a little Froyo, but I want all the fucking toppings. Right. Give me every topping you have. Your Froyo weighs 10 pounds. That'll be $22. <laughs> yep. And you'll eat three bites of it and be like, ooh, uh, that's really sugary. That's ooh. too much for me. Which you know, you know, you know what Becky needs to do, by the way. Since there's two belts, she needs to re uh, reinstate the hardcore title and be like, "Yeah, everyone's got a belt now. I I got this piece of shit I found in the garbage." It would be pretty great if she just pulled a suede uh, and grabbed somebody's belt from the audience and brought it in and oh, like, yeah, "All right, fine, I'll defend yeah, this one." Yeah. yeah, do it anyway. Or, um, or if she, or if she went down to NXT one beat Shayna and is like, "Yeah, I also have a women's now. Title. I have what, one too. What do you want to do? Oh, let's do that." Uh, main event, rightfully so, I feel like, 
Yes. Yeah, we didn't even talk, we didn't even talk about that. That was the historic announcement, which which actually spurred our meeting because it that somehow permeated into my office. So like, oh, this made it onto ESPN. I was like, yeah. I know people who work for ESPN. Uh huh. I can get some uh, some some push. I know somebody. I know a guy. I know I know a guy who I make drink a lot. Yeah. A lot. Very fast. Drink Tim. Oh. I, I I I promised him I won't glorious chug him over WrestleMania weekend, and I think I lied. Oh, you fucking I, have to. Don't yeah, no I, no I think I lied. You did I, lie. You in fact you lied. Yeah, you're, I'm I gonna call your cell phone, you're gonna put it up to his ear and I'm gonna glorious oh, yeah, chug yeah, him yeah. from Phoenix. I, um, I I lulled him into a false sense of security. I was like, Oh, let's hang out on Saturday night. I promise I won't do that. I, wink I Wink yeah. <laughs> I should, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to glorious chug bully Ray into like drinking bleach. So Oh my god. Let's see if we can do that. Please do. He is yeah, the worst human being. All yeah. right, so a lot of the matches have been set up. We're we're here. We're at that point. Wait, um, that's next week. Don't don't spoil next week's like three hour episode. I know. Of yeah, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I'm just saying Fuck we're that. we're here. We've we've like even the question marks that we had now have been settled with Charlotte no, winning Oscar's belt. I feel like no, because the hold on, there's still no tag team matches on either side, correct? At all? Um. Yeah, because the Usos don't have a match and um, uh, the Revival don't have a match. Correct. We do have the Women's Tag Team Championship has been set up. <laughs> so let's see. So far for uh, WrestleMania, we have the Women's Championship Triple Threat. We have the WWE Championship Universal. Uh, yep. Women's Tag Team, I so it's four. I no I holds see. barred between Triple H and Batista. Five. I see Bobby Lashley versus uh, Finn Balor, right? Yep. Um, and then that's six. Then we got Kurt Angle and Kurt Baron Corbin, seven, Ugh. Shane and Miz, eight, Roman and Drew, nine, AJ and Randy, 10, Samojo and Ray, 11, Cruiserweight yeah. Championship, 12, and then the Andre the Bat- Giant Memorial Battle Royale, 13. And the, the, uter- the uterine over the top rope, uh, what did I call it? Uterine over the walls challenge? I don't fucking know. Sure. Is that, is, that a, is that coming back? Have we actually determined if that's a real thing? I, I don't know. It hasn't been mentioned whatsoever. Was it at WrestleMania? It's definitely not yeah, happening I, if it hasn't. You know, it's not happening. There's no way. What do you okay. mean it happened last year at WrestleMania? They made a huge no, no, no. I know, but they're not going to all of a sudden pop that up on the very last week before, I don't think. Yeah, but they have all these women pissed off from SmackDown who have nothing to do now. Like, Oh, God, yes. Yeah. The that's entire gonna roster. Be a complete, that's going to be a complete clusterfuck. It's like, we have women headlining? It's like, that's enough, right? You don't need another match. Shut up. Go away. I mean, the Iconics are in the Women's Tag Team Championship. That's I'm all I so, need to see. I am so happy about that. I, I really will... hope they win, but you know for a fact that the show is going to close with the four horsewomen with their own titles. And Correct. it's going really, to make me really angry. Correct. That's why they gave Charlotte a belt. Yeah, but like, why? under what form of kayfabe would she hold her own belt up after she lost the main event because becky and her will have a newfound respect for each other but they already did that they did that before survivor series remember like i respect you i know they'll do it hate each other again they'll do it again Ugh. Ugh. anyway yeah we have we have no memory right 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 vince you fucking old kaji bastard so the Kurt Angle farewell tour rolled along this week. Uh, much like the Rolling Stones, I have doubts it will ever actually end. But I do like 
I, I do like the choices that they've made along the way. All of the choices that they've made along the way make way more sense than Baron Corbin being his opponent at WrestleMania, which further it's leads not, me to believe it has to be John Cena. It's I t- I, I called that way back when. It's right. he's gonna beat he's gonna beat Corbin very quickly, or some something's gonna happen where Corbin like beats the shit out of him out of the ring. The match never actually starts. Cena comes down, destroys Corbin, and says, "All right, let's do this." That that has to be it because the callback to the Samoa Joe Kurt Angle match in TNA was amazing this week. The head, oh, the headbutt start, the headbutt was, start, was fantastic. Crazy. And then you know, going on to face AJ Styles on SmackDown, it just further Bad. continued that TNA portion of his farewell tour. Wait, he he couldn't also wrestle Jeff Hardy, and then Jeff Hardy got really he, really fucked up. Oh he wait, he already did wrestle Jeff Hardy at some point along this farewell tour. So he's he's hit up all of his TNA buddies. Sweet. Yeah. Whatever. What a nostalgia. Wait, where's Scott Steiner when you need him? Shit. I did like him kind of punking Charlotte and walking out during her victory lap. I don't really get, like, I don't get that unless they, like, have Charlotte come out next week and bitch at him about it, which they totally could. Yeah, I don't know. They, they've they done that strategically. We're like, uh, it's not that the show isn't running, like, paced well. It's just they're like, hey, you should go out now. It's like, are they teasing something or are they just being assholes? I'm not really sure. This one made no sense. Like, no, it didn't. All. It really didn't. It really didn't. But um, I love Kurt Angle. He can't go he anymore. Looks, he looks, yeah, he looked on Monday. Like, I think <sighs> they cut the AJ match really short because they're like, you looked so old yeah. on Monday. Yeah. You need to be done. Like, couldn't get over for, couldn't, couldn't do a vertical suplex he on his birthday. anything. Yeah. Not great. Even the, like the ankle lock on Samoa Joe looked like he couldn't twist an ankle. And I was like, oh, no. You're done, like just fried done. It's very sad because on one hand, yes, he's older, his body's Old. kind of gone and everything. But one thing I've constantly looked for is like old Kurt Angle in attitude to return in a way, right? And it's weird because he just he doesn't seem all there anymore. You know, it's and that's he's, it's he's been fucking sober and he's like, I just need to be cool. He's probably got like this this chill, mellow vibe where he's like, no highs, man. Just, I, I want to be mellow. Yeah. I mean, that's what it seems like. It seems very, he, he almost seems sedated. Like he yeah. seems like he's like on something or whatever, or, or it's just like you said, it's sober. It's years of, of, you know, abusing painkillers and shit and then having it come back around. Maybe, maybe the abuse of painkillers or maybe whatever he was going through at certain times in his life, uh, l- led to him being able to tap into that aggression, which oh, made sure. him such a cool, you know, character. Right. But it's definitely weird to see him now because he it's, if you told me one person was body snatched and replaced with fucking aliens, I'd start with that dude right there. Yeah. No right. shit. Right. Yeah. He's just a completely different human being. God, it's weird, man. It's weird. But yeah, I mean, when, when you're to that point, I don't, I don't want to, it's kind of like at WrestleCon, you know, you brought up the corpses at WrestleCon sometimes it's it's sad to me, and I understand. I, I know that those guys have to support themselves. They have a family su- to support in many cases, and I know that going to a wrestling convention as a, a one-time superstar is an easy sell, is an easy gig, right? It, it's You go there, you sit there, you're going to have the few people that remember you or, or whatever, you know, if, if you're not you know as big of a dick as Honky Tonk Man is and trying to sell pictures of $45. Uh, but... I don't want to see Bobby the Brain Heaton at 
WrestleCon without a jaw on basically life support, you know, signing autographs. I know he's he's dead. You asshole. No, I know he is now, but I'm saying we saw that before he died. And it was one of the hardest things I I ever saw, you know, and it was, it was heartbreaking. It was awful. Right. And I, I one I don't want Kurt angle to wrestle to a point in his career where he's that broken of a person in any way, shape or form. And too late. I, uh, right. And and I also don't, you know, that that's another thing is I, I you know, I don't, I, I want these guys to wrap it up with a amount of dignity and it's really hard to, you know, feel the same way about them when you see them uh, at this point. Now I will say at least back in the day, wrestling took care of it in a way, right? I mean, right now they're giving Kurt Angle his due and it goes back to the burial thing where he's going around and beating these guys that, he has no business beating and whatever. Like back in the WCW WWF days of the nineties, they would have never done this for somebody's end of their career. They would have had people like Randy Orton beating the fuck out of them and shit. You know what I mean? Like they would have had the old timers like being ran out of the business and they would have used it as a storyline thing to drive new young heels and to get heat on them and such. Now wrestling's just weird. It just changed. It's, it's so different. And, uh, you know, Kurt Angle doing the uh, tip of the cap wave tour that so many pro athletes do uh, in their last season is is strange to me. You know, but. it's so it's so bizarre. It's like it's not even fitting for his career. Like you would think he'd want to do the pass the torch, not the like I'm gonna go over on my way out. It doesn't seem like him. I don't. I'm not sure who's pulling the strings on this. I I can't imagine he was like I want to win at WrestleMania for my final match. Like that's just weird. Mm. I don't I would I would have liked it if we were going to do just a, a fun match to end it. I would have preferred they do the Gable match at Mania. Like that would have been a hey, you're you're kind of described as like the next me, you're a wrestling prodigy who was on the Olympic team. Like sure, let's do that. That's at least a cool parallel they can go on. But nope, we're going with Baron Corbin for a storyline that didn't matter 6 months ago yeah. and it definitely doesn't matter now. Yeah. Ugh. No, I'm not I'm not with it. I'm not with it. I hate to, I hate to nitpick it because he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Sure, he's probably my he's probably my top five to yeah. ten area. Yeah, but no, I'm, I'm yeah, with you. F- I, I feel the same that, way. Man. Well, you know, it's it's because you want to see it's a farewell tour does nothing productive for the business. It does nothing productive for the television show we watch every week. Right. And that's really what it comes down to is we watch a television show. That's supposed to be a fictional show with these real people that play fictional characters. And, you know, when they do shit like this, they're not doing anything. It's like, they're pausing the show for one of the actors to take a bow midway through when you're like, Come on, there should be some sort of alien eating this son of a bitch if he's going to leave the show or something. Look at what The Die. Walking Dead does. Right, yeah, fucking zombies Die. eat everybody that leaves this show. That's the way that shit needs to work. Um, anyway, we also have, and, and as far as interesting things, lead, I, I think that there's some other stuff that are whatever. Uh, I'm not that, uh, could care less, couldn't care less about Finn Balor versus Lashley versus Jinder. Uh, I couldn't care less Wait, about a lot what, of whoa, things. Whoa, whoa. What about Jin? Oh, the the te- yeah, fuck that. Uh-huh. I thought you were trying to say he was in the Mania match. I was like, he hasn't been on TV in ages. Why would he be at Mania? No, fuck no, fuck no. Uh, but 
We did have Triple H coming out and struggling with a letter in his pocket and struggling on the microphone, but getting out to the point where eventually Batista has said he will not appear at WrestleMania to wrestle in his match against Triple H unless Triple H puts his career on the line. Yeah, no, does this can, do anything can he, for you? Can he also can he also put his like real job on the line and just go away and like work in NXT? Can just he, go to NXT. Can he put the leather jacket on the line once and for all? That's what I think. Right. It should be hair versus leather jacket. No, blue glasses versus leather jacket. Winner winner becomes Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy oh, 3. Fuck yeah. No, I think I think oh. I think uh Batista secured that position now that James Gunn is coming back. So uh but yeah, eh, I I don't care. I think that's just further proves what we already thought was going to happen with Triple H is going to book himself to put himself over. Can, can I can I let you know that I skipped this segment cuz I actually like the match has already been set. They've yelled at each other wrestle. Oh yeah. Just re- just yeah. wrestle like yeah, I have they, they no can't... interest in whatever you like oh I'm going to avenge Ric Flair. Don't care about Ric Flair either. Like just make this match, do this match, be done with this match. They don't... That's all I can they don't plan the build up to shows well anymore when it comes to that kind of stuff. It's too, uh, it's, yeah, they, it's they blow their load too early. Like, too early. Way too early. And then they have this extensive period of time where it's just a talking back and forth. It's exactly what we've seen out of Rhonda, Becky, and Charlotte. This has yep. gone way too long. And I feel like like their thought on it is, oh well, this is why we don't go so long between like network specials. That has nothing to do with it. You did a piss poor job of storytelling. You rushed so much stuff unnecessarily because you weren't confident in the way you were telling the story yet. The way that you were telling the story was the way you should have stuck to it. You know, triple H and Batista should not have had a confrontation where they were in the same ring until this week. This should have been the week that they were in the same ring together or next week. That should have been the first time these guys laid eyes on each other in person. The rest of this should have been, you know, a ditching each other. It should have been a slow play. Uh, Batista should have maybe shown up at raw one more time and done some shit in the crowd or whatever. You know, there was a much better way to do this than they did, but whatever. I mean, I, 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 you know why I say, but whatever is because I don't feel like any of this is planned out well anymore. And I feel like all of their storytelling is done on the fly. I think that explains why Charlotte won the championship this week. I think that explains so many other things. They're just making these fucking decisions on the fly as they go along instead of having at least, at least a fucking blueprint, at least a loosely based storyline, an outline, a fucking storyboard, something that at least shows the path that they want to take. And then they can fill in the gaps along the fucking way. But come on, man, you can't blow your load the way that they do with these storylines so fast. That's the reason why Kofi Kingston is the hottest going storyline in WrestleMania. It's the it only happened. one that they took their time with. And yeah, it did it had happened yeah, naturally. It just happened. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like the biggest broken record in the history of fucking wrestling, but this is why NXT is the best wrestling show on air right now. They don't do that shit. They have storylines planned out. Like this whole if if Champa didn't get injured, this whole Gargano winning the title thing would have been an almost two year story arc. Like that's absolutely unheard of. They had the whole. Gargano like mystery attacking black that lasted for like three months or four months. They have these storylines planned out. And guess what? When it happens an hour at a time, 
You don't need to see that storyline every week. You don't need to see the same wrestlers every week. You don't even need to see them for multiple weeks because guess what? You're going to go, oh, what happened with that storyline? Oh, guess what? It means you have anticipation. And then when it comes back around, you go, oh, yeah, that's why I like this storyline. They kept me in suspense the whole time. We have no suspense, no anticipation. We're not able to miss something on Raw and maybe on SmackDown sometimes. Like, I just want to miss something. I want to be interested because I don't see it. Not because I see it every week ran down my fucking throat. Right. And also... I want them to do more things like they've done. Now, I get it. You can't have every episode end in a cliffhanger. You can't have every episode always end with you needing to see something. But that's something NXT always does well. Even if NXT doesn't have a cliffhanger, they set you up on this week's episode for a match that's going to happen in a week or two weeks. Always. And and they do such a good job of hyping that single match up. It could literally just be a non-title match between two non-champions over a beef they had because they bumped into each other in a hallway. Yet NXT will build that shit up over a two-week span and they will make that match the fucking main event and it will be awesome. And it's yep. it's nothing. They'll they'll build it up out of nothing, and they'll just do it because the two people involved they they kind of take the the shackles off and they let them go. They they don't put any restrictions on them as far as what they say. And like NXT, that's again, it's it's ran in a way that wrestling that when wrestling was good, where it was a proving ground, where everything out there is a test for you to see if you're ready. But when they put you on a test, it's so much better than them sitting there coddling you with a, a script and, and you know, people making sure everything's perfect and all of that. NXT prepares you in a way for the roster, but then the roster isn't the same that NXT is preparing you for. NXT is preparing you for this big league level of NXT. And that's not at all how the main roster is is booked or how either show goes. You know, and that's the unfortunate part. Now, SmackDown, I'll give them credit. SmackDown does a lot of the things that we're talking about. SmackDown does a better job of utilizing the two hours to tell a story about something that might not be the main story or whatever. You know, uh, that's why they've been able to put guys over and, and you know, have someone like uh, Mustafa Ali be as... Uh, 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 Ali. Uh, Ali. 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 God. God. One name. Come on. Fucking, I hate. It's so I hate. I hate all shit. of this. I hate it's, all of this. Where when's when's Big E gonna just go down to big? I just want him to be big. I like how he's expecting Alistair to be black any day now. <laughs> just black. <laughs> is that racist? I don't know if it is. Um, but is it okay while we're on the subject of Alistair Black talking about how bad it is that the main roster can't get his entrance right? Oh my god. Is it that hard so to pump people. a shit ton of smoke in in front of him? Like what the fuck? More smoke, people. More smoke. Dude, he, he looks like he looks like a million bucks on the main roster though. He really does. So does Ricochet. Like those oh, yeah. two, like Ricochet's entrance has been bumped up, I feel like, by big Alistair Black's partner. Like somehow it's super epic and big every time he comes out. They have two of the best entrances. They're two of the best looking guys on the roster. I mean, oh. I'm blown away by it. I mean, just as far as their talent level and honestly, their physical conditioning too. You know, when they're up against some guys like the Revival, they really, they really make those guys look like, uh, eh, whatever. Pieces uh, of shit. Yeah, you can say whatever, it. It's okay. Whatever, I know, whatever I know you're insult nice. you want to get in there. Yeah, well, get it in. They, 
they look like the you know when uh, when Homer lost all the weight and he had his liposuction bag in the closet. Correct. Remember that? Correct. And somebody was making love to it. Yeah. It was oh wait, Homer made love to his own bag of fat, didn't he? Am I yes. am I forgetting this episode? I'm no, pretty sure this episode right. happened. No, you're right. Okay. It did. Yeah, that's yeah, did. that's Scott Dawson. Yes. The bag. Yeah. The bag, the bag is Scott Dawson. The bag of he looks, Homer's fat. He looks like like a bag of fat like put into him. It's weird. He doesn't look like a normal fat person. It's very confusing. This is another level of shit talking that I don't think even I was expecting us to be capable sorry, of. Sorry, sorry. Hold on a second. Fuck you, Scott Dawson. You're a great wrestler, but like work on that. Like I'm fat, but like I own it. You look like you don't own it and you just are confused on how to like not be fat, but you're still fat. See, it's just bizarre. You're skinny fat, but then you're not. You're just fat, fat, skinny fat. You're fat, and skinny fat. Te- technically, I'm, I'm actually healthy weight. Because I'm so fucking big, but whatever. Who sure, cares? Sure. Shut up, Derek. Don't make me whatever. feel self-conscious. I don't All actually right. care. But. Fine, fine. We have uh, someone that will make you feel self-conscious, and that's the beautiful Alexa Bliss, the goddess herself. Oh. I want to say that I still find it amazing and fascinating, and like these are the kind of small things WWE needs to continue to do. I find it amazing that she has like a power over Braun. You know, like she's like their the team, only their team one. Little, dude, their team little big, bro. Little big, team right. little big. I know, but they she's... fucked it in kayfabe. They fucked. Oh, by the way. <laughs> more than once. Um, oh yeah, way more than once. more than more than once. But anyway, she uh, she. I love that. I love that Beauty and the Beast kind of angle that they have, and I like that they played it up with this. Uh, I, I frankly, I think it's hilarious that. You know, Colin Jost and Michael Che have gone full heel in this scenario. And I look forward to them getting these hands. But I will say that Braun's a tad bit unappreciative. I mean, they did buy him a car. They didn't buy him a car. They admitted that they rented it. Remember? They said it was a rental. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah fuck that. But they, they, still, they still put down a deposit on that. And they're still liable. Great. Right. Great. Lovely. Do we I, care? I, do, we, do we care? Do we care? Yeah, like, we what care the fuck? We, what do we, we care? It, no, we care because Colin Jost is definitely winning the under the more under the giant Immortal Battle Royal. <laughs> the greatest God, heel of I all time. I swear to God, he's he's gonna actually win the fucking battle royal. Will he be the one that tosses Braun out somehow? Um, no, because somebody like weird that's gonna get into a feud with him will toss him out, or like. Gronk will show up and toss him. I don't fucking know. Gronk's definitely going to be a mania, by the way. It's going to be Lars Sullivan. Fuck, dude. I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to... No. You're not going to trigger me this. Fuck you. We had to do a whole episode without saying trash Sullivan. Uh, I can't... Why? I don't know. What if it was Lacey Evans and trash Sullivan? Yes! Yes, and she commanded him to do it. That'd be great. Oh, my God. If they... It was a faction of Lars... Colin Jost and Lacey Evans. Ugh, what other pieces of shit do I hate that we can add in here? Anybody else? I don't Matt, really hate that. Really, I don't really hate that many people. Oh. Yeah, Matt, Matt Taven's on the company. Thank, thank the fucking lord. And he never will be. God damn it. What about? Can we get like gender in there too? Like, just put pieces of shit in there. Sure. That's fine. Sure. I hate. Sure. Ugh. Fuck! Why would you bring up Lars Sullivan? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you you could you could put Jackson Riker in there too, Mister yeah, yeah. Mr. No Commentary himself. Yeah. Why not? Oh, uh, God. By the way, we didn't talk about that. Did you watch NXT yet? I did not. Okay, I won't spoil it. But you can't fuck really the Forgotten Sons so hard. Yeah. Fuck them in the 
Yeah. Fuck them in their faces. That's the only problem with NXT, but then at the same time, too, I give people the benefit of the doubt now, and it's all Elias's fault. You know? Like, Elias was such trash to me in NXT and then became such a big star that anytime I think of anybody being trashed in NXT, I'm like, oh, I don't know, let's see how they do on the main roster. Yeah, really. By the way, speaking of Elias, so you, you saw that he filmed in front of Madison Square Garden on Raw, right? Correct. That means that they had to get that approved because uh, – so for my company, my, my roommate does content and he films at MSG a lot. You have to ask permission from MSG to take that shot. You can shoot from the sides anytime you want. That's public like public property on the street. But the one with but the sign you, right out front. If you want to shoot where that is, it's actually on the concourse technically. Yeah. And you have to ask permission to shoot that fucking shot. Like seriously? Like they did one like 30-second spot. They had to ask for permission. And they weren't even in New York. What the fuck was the point of that? I, I don't know. I don't know. To piss off the Boston fans they, by they, showing they them scenes of New York? No, because they flew him there when they weren't even there to do that spot. It was really bizarre. Very bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of things that are bizarre about WrestleMania, including him being the musical guest throughout the night. <laughs> I love that. I'm right. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna eat that up so much. It's gonna be great. He's gonna uh, keep, but, he's gonna keep it light in between matches when you're like, oh, I'm so bored. So, yes. So bored. Kill but that's, me. That's the thing. When you're talking about a 17-hour show, do I really need there to be any filler? I don't know. It'll be interesting oh, yeah. to see. We're gonna set an over/under at uh at, at points bet about the the show's length. What? It's gonna be fucking long, dude. What? I haven't. I haven't I'm, I'm setting all the hypothetical odds for our uh, our sports book. That's a bad sign, right? Yeah, that's, that's not a good. Pretty fun sign. I enjoyed being a part of that. Now, where would you put this show at? Where is your hypothetical uh, over under at right now mentally for this show? If we're including pre-show, I'm gonna say six hours. Six hours and three minutes. Like that doesn't sound nearly as bad as I know it would feel in my oh body my if I was there Ugh. in the stadium for six hours. Ugh. Yeah, it starts at like five o'clock too, like five o'clock Eastern. Too much. It's just it's it's honestly, it's an appointment. You feel like you're going to something. You're like, oh, I gotta be there. Uh, why? And it's not in a great place. It's at a fucking NFL stadium. So like tailgating eh, it's most people who don't have cars we did it the last time it was kind of fun but you need to like find a group you go with you can't just like meet regular like random people not excited not really not really excited at all honestly i'm going though yeah i know i'm glad you will be you'll be there to figure i'll figure out a way to enjoy myself yeah you'll you'll be there representing the steel cage uh you'll be at ring of honor to represent It depends. You get you get me uh, you get me a pass. Ass we'll, face. We'll get. I'll get you a pass in there. We'll get you You're in. Better. We, You're fucking well, better. But you also have to help out in the scenario where Yo. there's a fight that breaks out. You no. might have to put a horse mask on Bully Ray so that Teak punches him. <laughs> I actually would if if it, if it gets me on air on ROH uh, paper on a New Japan show. Technically, I will put a fucking horse mask on. Okay. I'll do it. I don't care. Okay. I'll rile. I'll rile up Teak. Whatever it needs to be done. All right. Well, we got that to look forward to. Uh, What I don't have to look forward to is Roman Reigns versus Drew. Uh, I love Drew. I'm glad he's in a rivalry with Roman. This is just another one of those matches that I'm like, eh, whatever. Just give give Drew a Mania match. Congratulations, Drew. We love you, but no thanks. At least it's against Roman, and it's a big deal. Uh, I think Drew... I, I, I still think Drew has a very, very bright future with WWE, and I just... 
don't think that they figured out the right thing for him yet, you know? And it's so weird because everywhere he went, everything seemed to click so well for him. And it's not to say this doesn't click. I feel like he's doing the exact things that they want him to do and he's doing it well. It's just not a good scenario they're putting him in creative wise, you know? Agreed. Agreed 100%. He's he's so much more capable of being so much so much more evil than he is being right now. So I don't know. I'd still love to see the war Raiders with him. But. I agree. 187 million percent. All right. Good. We're all, him. we're all on the Drew's same not, page. He, Drew's not, he's not my winner of the week though. I'll tell you that much. No, but who is your winner of the week? Let's give it up. Oh, Scott Dawson. Scott Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Scott, you, you, Scott you Dawson big bag of yeah. fat Homer fat. <laughs> For reminding me of a Simpsons episode that I think I can remember it correctly, I'll have to I'll have to look it up after the fact. Um, but no, my actual winner of the week is I'm gonna go with Biggie. Let's go with Biggie. That sounds about right. He's he All looks right. like a million bucks too. Like he's a future world champion if Vince ever gets his fucking racism out of the way. Piece of shit. He's working on that. He's working through it. Is he though? He 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 said quit you pieces of shit on SmackDown. Basically, he did. He did. He's but, like, I call your, I call your bluff. Fucking leave. I don't care. We'll go that's, away. That's fine though, because then they stuck around and they stayed in his face, and I feel like he respects that. That's every, okay, sure. Like when AJ slapped him. Yeah, which never went anywhere, by the it way. It really didn't. And it went, went nowhere. Like, legitimately went nowhere. Yeah. So bizarre. It's like again that storyline got swapped out with Kofi. Yep. And forgotten it ever existed. Thanks, Mustafa, for. Uh... Yeah, you fucked everything that? up. You fucked everything up, Mustafa, that's including the, your own push. That's that's what happens. Get injured, change the yep. actual future. Yep. Completely that's, change the future. It's all your fault for getting injured. Who's uh, your winner of the week, fuckface? My winner of the week is Daniel Bryan. Uh, that little foul mouth, fuzzy troll is something that I can't get enough of. I think that his shit talking this week was fantastic on another level. I, I I love him wanting to do everything he can, including, you know, complain to Vince McMahon of all people to keep Kofi out of this match so that he doesn't have to face him. Uh, and, and again, he kicked the shit out of that TV. So between yeah. that, between that and coming up it. with the faction fresh afternoon, uh, I have to give it to Daniel Bryan as being my winner of the week. Yeah, I'm, have, I'm, have you seen fre- have you seen Fresh Afternoon T-shirts yet? I haven't seen it up on like pro wrestling tees. That needs to happen. Oh, soon enough. Soon enough. Yeah, um, I'll wear that. I'll rock. I'll rock that shit. Hundred percent. Uh huh. Because fra- Fresh Afternoon rules. Yeah. No. That's, no. It doesn't work. I don't know. We'll figure something. Sorry, out. Daniel. All right. Yeah, we'll figure. it. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 376 of the Steel Cage Podcast. Of course, you can get me on Twitter at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. Do not follow Sprung. He is at J.A. Sprung. Block him, mute him, whatever you need to do to not follow him. Uh, But, of course, all roads lead to at the Steel Cage. Uh, Please send us an email. We'll make sure Josh does not read it at all. It is at podcast at the steel cage.com. We'll ignore all of your emails. We don't do emails. emails. Um, If you want to buy one of our shirts, they are amazing. They are the king of soft style and you can get those at the steel cage shop.com. Also, please, there's some assholes out there in the world. 
Uh, and you don't have to be one of them. You can be one of the good people that goes on and rates and reviews us with a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't already, please follow and subscribe there on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. Those all uh, sound fake. You just made all those words up. A couple of them. them. Uh, if you if you can start whatever IPs that I made up that are fake, then I will join you as a partner and we will rule Silicon Valley. Uh, yeah. I kind of skipped out on doing our snack podcasts this week i was what? My, my dad took a little bit of a tumble and fall but he is feeling much better uh at his age though uh, a, a tumble and fall is like critical life threatening shit so i'm just glad my pop is okay and tim and i will be back next week in the meantime please feel free to enjoy our episode about green tea kit cats if you haven't already it is fantastic but most importantly the steel cage podcast network has a brand new unfunny nerd tangent for you kids it's podcast number 72 and it is captain marvel uh, go on there and listen to what those nerds think about Captain Marvel. My daughter hasn't seen it yet, but she already is in love with Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. And yes, I did, I did buy her go an amazing jacket just so that we could go watch it and she could have the gear. Uh, yeah. but anyway, being a father is fun. Being a wrestling fan is fun. Uh, and being on the road to WrestleMania is fun. Sprung, thank you so much for being the terrible person you are. Thank you Fuck guys yeah. so much for listening to episode 376. And remember, kids... We'll just pull up three people from NXT, we'll call them Fresh Afternoon, and they'll throw waffles into the crowd, and they'll be wildly more popular than the New Day ever was. Yeah, you push me to the limit, but you never get it right. You're always taking what you give it. Fresh afternoon, fresh afternoon, fresh afternoon, woo!